0: Welcome to the Moreville Podcast and today we're joined by JC Oshimura. Hi JC.
1: Hi Howard, how are you? What's up with you? Okay, okay. Almost end of the so- um semester.
0: Yeah, we are recording this in December. We are coming down to the end of the winter break and um
1: Or the and- beginning of winter break.
0: Oh be- oh yeah, sorry, beginning of winter break. See, I'm old already.
1: You see, you want to come back to work. No, thank you.
0: I don't want to come back to work right away. I just had my birthday. I'm, I'm enjoying <laughs> it. Hey, you know what my kids got me for my birthday? What
1: did they get you? They
0: got me like a Home Depot gift card, Ooh. peanut M&Ms, beef jerky. Like these these freaking kids know what I like.
1: They know you. Oh, wait. Did you write it on the board? Like I see a bunch <laughs> of writing back there. I, I don't I know this one...
0: Yeah, I dropped like a billion hints. <laughs> I like, I like to go to Home Depot. I like beef jerky.
1: Yep. and I like M and M's. I like M
0: and M's. Bring that shit to me. <laughs>
1: and the, and you wrote the date like on the board. Is that what it was like?
0: Yeah, a countdown. This this day is birthday day. <laughs> Bring that shit to me.
1: Not D day, but it's no. B day.
0: One kid, give me a freaking a uh, bamboo calendar. You know, like okay? So when you go in the Chinese restaurants, yeah. and you see that like year of the tiger, year of the dragon, year of the whatever, uh huh, that 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 Chinese zodiac calendar, and it's in bamboo and it's printed on one side. And it has, the, like, the mini calendar on the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That kid gave me that. It's, it, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize, like, is this, like, a racist gift?
1: Nah, it's practical.
0: It's practical, it's right? It's practical. It's a practical gift. Yep. Uh, him being Asian as well, I think, helps, too. Yes, yes. Like, because if not,
1: that would look, that might be racist if they're not.
0: So. Yeah. You know, one of our coworkers told us a story where he was irritated. Mm-hmm. And he became very irritated because he had to keep giving this kid multiple, multiple deadlines. Okay. And then he was like just fed up. He's like, "Howard, when when can I when did this fucking nightmare end, right?"
1: Well, when is enough enough, right? Yeah.
0: Like, "Oh, here's a deadline, but he can't make it, so I have to give him another deadline." And we have to keep giving him these deadlines because he have these uh accommodations on his on his educational plan. Was it a uh, 504, right? Yeah. So, yeah. a 504 is this this uh institutional plan where we have to follow the law and then like, you know, give him all these reasonable accommodations because he's been diagnosed with something or or whatever, right?
1: Yeah, it's supposed to hinder a life skill.
0: It, it's supposed to help him. It, it, so he has a hindrance?
1: Yeah. Of a life so I used to be a 504 coordinator at other schools. Okay. And whether you have the official diagnosis or not, if mm. you have something that is hindering a life skill or a life something, like it's hindering certain things, yeah, then you can qualify.
0: So since he qualifies, he gets this thing. Okay. Yes. Well, shit yeah. happens. You know, certain kids get it it's never been thrown in my face that he has to have these multiple things. Okay. Right? I, I've never had a kid tell me, I need a deadline and another deadline and another deadline and another deadline.
1: No, I mean, I've had where it's extended time, but it's yeah. like 50%, 10% yeah, more time.
0: Yeah, I get that. Like They need half more time, double time. And I'm happy to give it because, you know, hey, let's, let's give them the best possible opportunity or mm-hmm. he or she best possible opportunity. But I've never heard of one uh, with no end in sight.
1: Yeah, like that's crazy to me.
0: So, like, this kid could play the game out and then ride it out from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. And the poor teacher has to be on the hook for, like, okay, now i got to stay behind and grade all this stuff.
1: Well, I was thinking about this. Because it's infinite. Can it keep rolling year after year? Yeah.
0: Can I do it in my senior year?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right? Because if I tell you it's due at the end of the year, I'm giving you a deadline, right? I'm not giving you extended time anymore.
0: That doesn't make any sense to me.
1: I wonder. Like, I mean, I can see if it's needed, but I've never heard of... Unlimited time. Okay. That, that to me is crazy. I mean, more of the 504s I did were, I mean, I had a student with a severe hearing impairment. Okay. So she needed um, first, like, and you're supposed to start with the least restrictive. Yeah. So she had, like, a little hearing magnifier. Okay. Not like a hearing aid, but a magnifier, and the teacher wore a microphone. Okay. So when the teacher spoke, it was... Going to everybody like normal, yeah. but it magnetized or um, mag, um, amplified, amplified, yeah, amplified
0: it, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: To just that one student, eventually that wasn't enough. Had to have like a tower behind the kid. That oh, I felt really bad for that kid. Had like a tower speaker,
0: well, so I, the kid could hear.
1: Yeah, it was getting to the point where just on her wasn't yeah. enough. Needed a physical tower, um, because like the hearing loss got worse and worse. But oh, that's that poor w- kid. yeah. So that's one thing. Um, And I recently, well, I didn't recently learn. I recently learned when I was a 5-4 coordinator that um, if you have certain, I guess, life conditions. Mm -hmm. So I'm diabetic. I can admit it. Probably because of all the candy and shit I used to eat. So you're
0: diabetic because you have a lot of candy? I think like, so.
1: I think so. <laughs> I'm not I don't eat as much at, candy I'm no. not trying to
0: laugh at your diabetes. I'm just saying like, I've been giving you peanut MMs.
1: Yes, but I, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good about how much I can have. Yeah, I'm waiting for you, Mr. Peanut m M&M m bag man over yeah. there to get oh, diabetes. Oh, you want peanut m Hold on no, second. No, oh. I do not. No, uh, I'm going to throw them back at you. I'm going to give them to you right on the show. <laughs> just start eating them. Um, but that could qualify you for our 504 plan. Okay. Because you have a condition of some sort and it could hinder like certain things. Like some of the life skills or life abilities yeah. could be like breathing and like something simple. So like if you had a deathly allergy to a, bee, a mm-hmm. bees or peanuts or something, mm-hmm. you could qualify for a 504 plan. So okay. that way it's documented to make sure you don't have these. So I had students that when we wrote their 504 plan for diabetes... It was that we had to make sure that their blood sugar was monitored before and after okay. P.E. So that way it was always stable. You know, like we weren't like hindering them somewhere.
0: But you know what I feel like the school is not doing properly? The whole crux of this, like our coworker, our buddy telling us this, this story of the kid who wants infinite deadlines bullshit. Mm-hmm. Is that it's not properly preparing that kid for the real world. That is true. At all. Like I want you to imagine this for a second you know, for you, for anybody listening, really. It's like, imagine going to work it's like, oh, you know, I can't do this now. I want to turn it in later. I want to turn it in later. Fuck that, man. There are deadlines that happen. There are deadlines that happen. There's people that are waiting for you to finish this work. There's people that are waiting for, like imagine for a moment like you are receiving benefits Mm -hmm. from from this company and this company's like, yeah, I didn't do your paperwork yet. When will you do it? The fuck if I know. I'll just get around to it when I feel like it. That's bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I would fire somebody for that shit. Yep. Right? Yeah. We're not preparing kids for the real world here. We're not setting them up for success. We're just, I think we're just trying to push them along into the, into our system, give them the knowledge that they need. And then they're like, okay, bye, you know, graduate. There you go.
1: Yeah. I think we focus too much on academia. Yeah. And stuff like that. Like we forget that there are certain skills that we have or we've developed over our old people lives. Our old, <laughs> our old people lives. Hey, you just had a birthday. You're old. I'm old, man. Yeah.
0: I'm old. I'm old. Okay. Yeah. But yeah.
1: But we've learned those things or I don't know if we just grew up in a different time where I was telling you a little earlier, that example of showing up on time. Yeah. That to me showing up, if start time is eight, that means I'm at my desk ready to punch in or whatever it is. I'm ready to punch in and start working at eight. I think it's when you're clocking in at eight, you're ready to punch in and rock and roll at eight. Correct. Correct. Not not walking in the
0: door. Yeah, I'm, if, if I start work at 8, I'm not showing up at 8, then putting on my uniform, then doing all my shit. Yeah. That all comes immediately beforehand.
1: Yeah, like you need to be ready to go. Yeah. And I've unfortunately been in different things that were not DOE and where I was more of a supervisor and you don't find those kinds of people. They think that 8 o'clock means I'm walking in the door, then I can go make my coffee, yeah. put away my bag... And then come. And it's like, no. You that is, punch in when you're ready, not when you're walking in.
0: Yeah, that is complete bullshit. Like, I remember working this uh, part-time construction labor job. And then we started our shift at 7. And then my boss made it very clear. Start at 7 means we start cutting and demoing at 7. That means you need to get here earlier than 7. You got to eat breakfast, do whatever you want, get the tools ready, get your gloves on, put your boots on. All that shit has to happen before seven. When I say seven start, it's seven start. Like, ding, seven o'clock, go. Go. Yeah, Yeah, Not put on your fucking bullshit overalls, whatever. It's start work at seven. And I think these kids don't understand that.
1: No. Right? Well, the bell rings at eight. If they're walking in at eight, there's a lot of teachers that go, oh, you're present. Yeah, you're not. For me,
0: I mark that tardy. That's me. But that's my policy. And my students know that policy. Like, I start talking at 8. My mm-hmm. lecture begins at 8. Yep. If it's an eight, 8 o'clock class, I start talking at 8 o'clock. I'm here early. I'm here at 7.30 in the morning. Yep. I'm ready to go. And so sometimes I come earlier, right? So I drop my kid off at school. I come here. I drink my coffee. I slow roll my day in. And then when it's 8 o'clock, I'm ready to go. I'm ready yep. to rock. But these co- these kids come in, you know, they're they're sleepy, mm-hmm. Right. And even like some of these 504 kids, like, oh, oh, I'm coming in late or whatever. And then I feel bad. I feel bad for them because maybe they took medication. Maybe they're like having a rough start. But Jesus Christ, man, I I know you have a difficult situation. I know like there's a lot of things going on with you. But what happens? Like the big question is what fucking happens when graduation hits and these kids are done? They
1: go to the real world and piss off their bosses. Yeah, Yeah. That's what's going to happen.
0: They're going to go to the real world. They're going to find out that, oh my God, I'm not being protected anymore. I do not have all these like social service nets, uh, safety nets that the school provided me. I don't have these IEPs. I don't have these 504s. I don't have these accommodations. There's no one-on-one to help me. There's no teachers that care about me anymore. It is me against the world. And if we're not properly preparing them, they are fucked.
1: Yeah, I think that's the hard part. We don't teach them to adapt. Yeah. That's the word. We need to teach them to be adaptive.
0: Yeah. One if and, and so I, I have a friend that's a cop and and we talked about this like, you know, what happens when one of these kids like has their like conniption fits and like throws a throws a tantrum or whatever. A stranger is not gonna be like, Are you okay? I mean, they might do that, but if we're in a crowded situation and you're just swearing and dropping profanities, someone's gonna come along and fucking knock you out. True. Someone, someone's going to tase you. A cop's going to come by and fucking tase you because they don't know what the fuck's going on. And I'm sorry I'm swearing so much in this podcast. I mean, that's typically what I do anyway. But, but I'm, I'm animated by this because these kids are going to get out into the real world and realize there's nobody there to protect them and they're going to be in deep, deep shit.
1: Yeah. And I was telling you earlier, because we talked to some of our coworkers and we're all going to admit we were not the best students. Yeah. Right? Like we didn't, necessarily go in and everything was easy but when I had to teach myself something because I couldn't get it mm-hmm. I was motivated to teach myself how many of these kids now are motivated to be like I don't get it I've asked the teacher but I'm still not getting it let me spend the time to teach myself and like find the way to make it work
0: that is a de- that is a strong skill to have like you got to teach yourself mm-hmm. I, I don't remember when I talked about it I know I told it with my students and I'm pretty sure I talked about it on this podcast. Like when I read, I have difficulty reading. And so sometimes I have to read it twice and sometimes three times just to understand. Even in college, I had to do the same thing. I had to stop and read. My friends are like, let's go out. Let's go out drinking. Like, oh, fuck, I can't, man. I can't. I, I got to read this thing and I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. No one was there for me.
1: Like nobody taught me how to take notes. Nobody right. taught me how to highlight the book.
0: Right. And these kids, right? And you see them, JC, they're leaving like, okay, well, so who's going to help me after? I'm like, nobody, dude nobody's there to help you 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 should have learned these skills and that's the problem we should have taught them these skills it should be you know i kid you not it should be reinforced from the very second they get a diagnosis Mm -hmm. okay let me teach you how to catch the bus let me teach you how to call somebody to help you let me teach you how to count money so you don't get ripped off very true
1: yeah but i was just talking to a teacher about this this morning um Because the student was asking like a kind of silly question. Yeah. And like, where is something here on the campus? And I was like, how do they not know? But I was like, why would they ask me? Why would they send me a message or an email or whatever asking me this question when we were in school? Yeah. Yeah, we couldn't just get a message out and get an immediate response. We had to be problem solvers. Excuse me. So we had to be problem solvers, right? You losing your voice? I am. See what so, happens when you yell over the weekend? So
0: you? Yeah, let's talk about that. For, uh, why'd you yell again? So, I'm doing
1: different activities with my kids, and we have to like yell and talk really yeah. loud. Yeah,
0: so I just wore out my voice. JC's putting it all on the line for you people. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to destroy her voice talking about these kids.
1: I am. But I, when we were in school, if I wanted to know where something was, I had to know what yeah. I could do. And, I mean, I was at the beginning of cell phones, but... Mm-hmm. I couldn't just like text random people or a message.
0: Yeah, we, we didn't text anybody. I, I remember I didn't have a, a cell phone in high school because they weren't readily available. Pagers kind of came on the scene as I was in high school. But if you wanted to find out when something is like, oh, when's the movie playing? Well, I got to go grab the newspaper. Yeah. And, and for those of you that don't understand what a fucking newspaper is. <laughs> I'm I'm angry. <laughs> no, but we had to we had to go to the newspaper. We had to look up the movie showtimes and I remember, I kid you not, I remember we used to cut the movie showtimes out and put it on the fridge so we knew what movies was playing where that and weekend, what theater. Yeah. yeah. Like what movies are playing, what theaters are playing at and so I know where to go. But we knew, we knew how to find information.
1: Yeah. Like I like if I needed to know where F103 was. Yeah. And I couldn't, you know, do anything go to the office. Yeah. Like I had to problem solve. Like I couldn't just rely on stuff. Yeah. But I feel like this generation now is so used
0: to the, like that phone. Yeah, and that pisses me off because they have the phone mm-hmm. and as I'm talking to them, they're looking at some fucking TikTok or video game. I'm like, hey asshole, you know, you just asked me a question and now you're just back on your phone? Just ask your phone then. Bypass me completely. Go ask your phone what the answer is. Like I don't need to explain this to you if you can just use the phone yourself no no i need help i'm like dude get off your phone i in one in one class one of my periods i had a kid play um this billiard pool game on his phone the entire fucking class period and then he brought me his code sample because i teach coding uh-huh. he brought me his code sample he goes anyway mr cam how do i fix this i'm like dude there's two minutes left of class
1: why, why didn't he, you come why, did, why
0: why now why now i was like well uh i was busy I'm like bullshit you were busy you were playing video games He goes, no I wasn't I'm like dude I watched you the whole class don't bullshit me mm-hmm. I know I know what's going on and he's like well, okay well sorry can I come tomorrow I'm like no no you can't because I have other periods and I'm busy
1: mm-hmm. and you
0: should have asked me that question right then and there like even even kids with non-504s are having trouble with Jesus Christ finding information
1: yeah like I think they're too used to the things I don't want to say coming easy but it is coming easy to them
0: yeah I don't. So, I think some of the life skills we need to teach is just for these kids. And as we talked about, like how to just find this basic set of information, right?
1: Yeah. But But you might not know the answer, but you know how to find it or like something, like find the next person.
0: And I think another question is as teachers, like what are we supposed to do then? Like, we, you know what? Okay, I shit you. You know what we need? We need just an entire class where it's mandatory for these kids. to take like all four years of like how to do things, how to fill out your tax form, how to find an apartment, how to detect scams in rentals, right? How to buy a car? What's interest rate? What is your down payment? What is amortization? All of these things these kids have no idea. But it's sad that no one taught her what it is. And I was I remember one advisory lesson we had to like oh credit scores yeah credit yeah. scores. And so I, I was kind of bragging. I'm like, yeah, I got a fucking solid-ass credit cor- <laughs> score because I, I pay my bills and I don't take out a lot of loans. And I, and this kids like, what's a credit score? And really? So, yeah. That tells wow. me what a credit score is. I said, well, <laughs> it's a numerical value that's calculated to, to see what your credit worthiness is. And I use big words and they still didn't understand because I realized I was using words they didn't understand. And so I said, okay, like, so let's take your grades. What's your GPA? And the kid goes 1.8, and I shit you not. And this kid graduated last year, um... If openly I openly admitted it was a 1.8. He admitted it was a 1.8 because he's, he's not a good student, right? But he, he his interests are KC. I'll, I'll we'll, we'll later. Anyway, so we'll just say KC, you know, said he had a 1.8 GPA. I'm like, okay, so then you don't do well in school. And so if you told a teacher that I'm going to do the extra credit and turn it in on Monday, what is the odds of you actually doing that? Probably fucking zero right? Because you have a 1.8 GPA. But if a 4.0 kid or a 3.75 kid says, I'm going to do this work and can I turn it on Monday? That kid is probably going to turn it on Monday because they have a high GPA. They have a high level of responsibility for academics and they'll probably turn it in, right? So that's what credit is. If you have a low credit score, I'm not going to loan you money because you do not pay people back on time. It is proven you don't pay people back on time because mm-hmm. you have a shit credit score. Like I don't know what you spent your money on, but clearly it's not paying me back. But if you have a high credit score, be like, yeah, you're low risk. You want to borrow money from me? Yeah, cool. Take it. I'll charge you a little bit of interest and you pay me back. That's what that's what it is. And these kids are like, oh my God, that's what credit scores are. I'm like, holy shit, you're a fucking junior and a senior. You don't know this shit.
1: Yeah, we don't teach credit score till the last semester they're here. Cause we haven't gone over it yet, but I see it coming up.
0: Yeah, we should that should be part of these life skills classes that we, we teach these kids. Like, read a bus route. How do I get somewhere to somewhere? I go over that in my advisory.
1: Yeah. Well, not the bus right. route, but like constantly, like, what are things? Like, how is it applicable? We're
0: not just yeah filling out a worksheet to do a worksheet. Like, yeah. It's actually important. Yeah, how do we get someplace? And I think a lot of kids, like, if, even for our listeners right now, if you went to go ask a younger generation, like a Gen Z person, how do I find information? And you took their phone away. They might just come to a dead stop in the middle of the fucking street and be like, I, I don't know right like I want to do that I, I, this is a good experiment like go grab a Gen Z kids phone and laptop and put it away and go tell me how I find this what would I do tell me the steps right tell me the steps like for example I was fixing my dad's computer and uh, he had these uh, he had a USB Drive but I don't have USB uh, the big size you know USB a ports on my laptop and I'm like oh do I have to buy an adapter I'm like no I'll go grab my Mac mini because it has a USB a port on the back I don't got buy anything extra I can just pack these equipment I had one, and we, you know, how we use the like Google Drive,
1: yep. and cloud yep.
0: services, and then these kids are like, "How do I save the file and, and use it somewhere else?" I'm like, "Oh my god, dude, you are so behind! You are so behind! How do I fill out? The, how do I print a PDF?" I'm like,
1: oh yeah, What the fuck, they don't know how to print. I've seen
0: a yeah. lot. They don't know how to print. I, I'm I'm at a loss, is what I'm saying. I'm just ranting on because I'm at, I'm just at a dead loss. Like I feel. I feel like we're letting a bunch of kids down.
1: I do. I agree. But I wonder if
0: it's our job as the school or is it the parents' job? Okay. I think it's the parents' job. Okay. It's partly our job. We have to introduce the topic to them. I think we should introduce it to them so the kid can have a conversation with their parents. True. And if the parents don't explain it properly, then those kids are screwed. Yeah. Because I'm thinking like there are kids that come to our school
1: and we know them. Day one of freshman year. Yeah. You know they're gonna be fine. Yeah. Like they're ready for the world. Maybe we're gonna we're gonna teach them content. Yeah. Because they got everything else already. They know how to persevere. They'll yeah. be fine. But we're gonna teach them higher level math, higher really? level English, coding, whatever. We're yeah. gonna teach them content.
0: Let's let's talk about one of our favorite kids. <laughs> 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 And for everyone else that's listening that's a student of mine, uh, man, just just hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get there. You'll get there. You'll get there. You got to earn it, though. Yeah. Jalen, let's just use her real name because she's an awesome person. She is. This is her senior year, and she got the acceptance letter that she has been looking for. Yes. And so, Jalen, if you're listening, congratulations. I'd like to let the world know, good for you. Good job. You deserve it. You earned it.
1: Yes, don't forget polo shirts.
0: Polo shirts. So JC and I want the polo shirts from the college you're going to. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody what college you're going yep. to. But I definitely want a polo shirt and then a sweatshirt.
1: You want a sweatshirt?
0: I kind of want to, I want a hoodie. I want a hoodie with that, that, that college oh. logo on it.
1: Nah, I, I, I'm good with polo.
0: Pull we'll just wear them together.
1: Like, Did you guys go to that school? Like, uh uh-uh. no. Actually I've been there. I've walked the campus.
0: I've seen pictures of it on the internet. Oh,
1: so I'm a little I'm a little bit ahead. Yeah, I've that's walked the,
0: it. That's the closest I've seen to that school. <laughs> but uh, you know she's worked hard. She yes. has worked hard. By the way, do you know there's a three-way battle for Valedictorian? Um y-
1: yes and no. Like it's, it's yeah. only three ways now.
0: I don't know. There's a battle for Valedictorian and it's her. Her boyfriend yes, and one, one other kid, yep. which I'll name him Ernie. <laughs> I'm going to call him Ernie. I like Ernie. that name. Ernie? I like that name, Ernie. Yeah, yeah. fucking Ernie. <laughs> and not to play favorites because that kid Ernie has never been in my class, but her and her boyfriend have been in my class, uh, or her boyfriend has been in my class for four years. Mm. She's been in my class. This is her second year. Yeah, I have never met Ernie. I've, I've seen Ernie and he looks like a goofball. Uh, well, but Ernie. Er, Ernie is like Ernie is. He's he's. From what I understand from other students, other students have told me that he is very conceited. He's very uh, always like to think he's right. He's got a big ego. He's got a giant ego that he always thinks he's right. Mm. And he and so yeah. I'm a, I'm asking Jalen and like her boyfriend, like, <laughs> what is what is um what is the outcome here? Like who's gonna win valedictorian? I'm really curious. This is a nice little race.
1: So I've talked to Jalen about this, and she knows she probably won't get it, mostly because not because of her skill and her ability, but the sheer number of college classes.
0: And she's class president because yeah. she's going to talk anyway at, at the uh, at the graduation. Yeah, but it's sad. She's not be valedictorian. All right. Well, Go she'll be
1: of. Now. Okay. Well, I don't know what the term is. Yeah. You can look it up later.
0: What is the term? Fucking awesome. <laughs>
1: That's the term. Well, valedictorian is anybody with a four or higher. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we always have a large number of them, but I don't know what the term is for that, like number one. Yeah, oh. yeah.
0: How do these? How do those kids, by the way, with their giant GPAs, get through life without somebody telling them what to do? You know who it is, right? Their parents. Yeah. Their parents did a real good bang up job. So, Jalen, uh, if your parents are listening to this, good job. Congratulations. Good job, parents. Good job doing a really excellent job of raising your daughter. Yeah. And for every other parent of a valedictorian, great job putting in the 18 plus years of 18? 18. Yeah. That wouldn't be plus. they would be a failure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, they could be born late in the Yeah,
0: year. they could be born late. Yeah. All right. Let's just say 18 then. 18 years of dedicated and pure responsibility to make sure you're doing the right thing to make sure your kid turns out solid.
1: Yeah. They That's should the... give me some tips.
0: Yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I and for those of and for those of you parents uh, with children who are not doing so well, you know, uh, there's room for growth. Yep. There's room for growth. Yeah, I, I, can, I can grow.
1: Yeah, I think we all can.
0: You know what I found for my daughter, by the way. Oh. The Singapore Math method. Oh, I've been doing that for a long time. I downloaded the workbooks and I'm having Mackenzie do it in the first grade. We Singapore. had to
1: do that um, when I worked at an elementary school. The whole area in yeah. Singapore math
0: they're so much better, yeah they're deeper in context yeah they're they're more difficult, and I love it
1: yeah, so we we did that whole style and yeah. it was pretty good it was just um it was confusing for the older kids yeah. who had learned a different way to suddenly learn this whole totally it different is,
0: way. but if we teach them young, yeah then maybe they'd be on the right track, yeah, but going back to uh what we originally talked about with these kids that are just struggling uh with their 504s and whatnot okay so i want to put a note out i want to close this show out then with what we can tell the parents what should we tell them and you want to start or should i start maybe you okay so parents if you have a son or daughter with a 504 i would desperately want you to teach them life skills and don't worry so much about this deep academic rigor who cares nobody cares right your son or daughter has a more difficult challenge ahead of them after graduation. And they graduate after the senior year, right? Yeah. Can they stay at 21?
1: 504? No.
0: Okay. So 504s are out. So at 18, you are done. You got to go. And, you know, teach your son or daughter how to file for job applications. Teach them a skill. Teach them a bankable skill plumbing, you know, electrical, gardening, something that doesn't really require college. Mm -hmm. college is, is like whatever yeah teach them a teach them a bankable bankable skill that they can do like i have this one kid uh he is not academically great at all he sucks but when it comes to like yard work stuff like he saw my weed whacker in my classroom yeah and he asked me if he could use it to clean the front yard area of the classroom i'm like yeah and he did a bang up job it was excellent. He loves that. Again, the leaf floor. He cleaned up the entire front area from stairway to front door. Excellent. I'm like, dude, people pay you to landscape, you know, man.
1: Yeah, and a lot of
0: money. And a lot of money too, because people are too lazy to cut their own grass and whatever. Me. They, but I, <laughs> I still do it, but it's me. But they wanna they wanna make sure. They wanna make sure that you somebody gets paid to do a good job, and that could be that kid. Yep. All right. What do you want to tell these these parents?
1: Um, I don't think it's only 504 or whatever plan parents. I think it's all parents, um, including you and I. Oh, excuse me.
0: Yeah, you and I are (sighs) definitely in that boat of we need improvement too.
1: Yes. Um, I think it's just teaching your kids that the world is mean. It is. And how to adapt to it. Yeah. That I think is my biggest thing.
0: That is really good advice. And thank you for, for having your voice hold out this long. <laughs> I know you are like dying over there. And I, I'm really trying not to like ask you deep questions <laughs> like string out. But no, you bring up an excellent point. The world is mean. The world yeah. is is cruel. And we have to train our children. We have to teach them that the cruelty of this world is going to be something that you're going to have to overcome. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, we know it now. Like it doesn't get nicer as we get older.
0: No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. All right. Uh, I want to thank every one of our listeners for listening today. I want to thank JC for being with me and, and, and her voice for holding up <laughs> for these past 30 or so minutes. Thanks for having me, Howard. And if you love our show, why don't you give us a like and listen? And we can only survive if you please share this show with others. You can find us on Spotify and on iTunes and on YouTube music. And we're the Adult Adult Podcast. And we're out. will see you later.
1: Bye. Bye.